0: This is the Gambling Gauchos. Welcome to the Gambling Gauchos. I am Rob Bro. He's Kyle Jacobson alongside Trevor Lyons. Uh, yes, I'm Trevor I'll Lyons. I double check that before we just started. <laughs> I remember, though. I remember. We have an intern named Trevor. Yeah, yeah so young Trevor. Trying not to get our wires crossed there. <laughs> Trevor Lyons. There was also a, a pitcher from Friendship. That went to the major leagues that was named Tyler Lyons.
1: Yeah, yeah. and Lyons is a great name, Steve Lyons. Uh, he was a really good uh, baseball player. Um, he's known for running to first base and losing his pants. Uh, so, you know, Lyons is definitely really good. Yeah. A, a great last name.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are in the Cardinals Sports Center studio. You can gear up for Matadors, Tech Baseball, just your uh, uh, summer camp experiences I saw this week there at Cardinals. Anything you need to gear up for, you can do it at Cardinals in Lubbock, in Plainview, online. Plaino, dad jokes. <laughs> it's those. It's just muscle memory from thirty years of saying "play," view, yeah, and not "playing." No. Anyways, Trevor, how's the Metador season going? Ah, uh, well, you know, we, uh, you
1: know, I hate to say it, but you know, it's our first season, so you know, you you lose some games. Um, luckily we, you know have had a amazing uh, community outreach. Um, Our last two home games that we've had have had over 4,000 fans there, um, which is really, really good for a first-year team. Um, Another thing is we just pulled in a couple new players. Um, We're going to be, you know, on the road for the next three weeks, which sucks, uh, but when we have our next home game, which is June 19th, uh, we will have, I think it was June 19th or June 16th, I can definitely double check on that before I. Yeah, the 16th. Yes, June 16th is our next home game. It's going to be Ted Lasso night. So, you know, uh, everyone bring your mustaches. Um, We will be handing out mustaches, but, you know, it's always nice to grow the stash out. Um, But yeah, it's going to be a fun night, um, like every home game is. And I hope we can get a dub and then obviously come off the road and get, you
0: know, three dubs
1: while we're on the road as well.
0: So, explain to the people who you are and how you got involved. Uh, I believe you started as an intern and grew your way into the role you have now. So give the people, the idea of uh, your fellow interns. And uh, now that you're full-time with the Matadors, what you're up to.
1: Right. So um, we started this club back in November. Uh, We wanted to bring something a little different to Lubbock, you know, than just baseball, football and all, you know, Texas tech. Um, We thought soccer was the greatest, you know, thing to really bring in. So we brought it in. And uh, my owner, Hitch, uh, who also has been on the uh, podcast as well, he kind of structured it as Lubbock built. So that meant bringing in um, LCU and Texas Tech interns. Um, These are college students that, you know, put in long hours trying to get their, you know, degree, but also get that experience. So that's one thing that we pride for is our interns are all uh, college students, which is pretty cool. Um I for one am a college student as well. I'm in charge of all socials. So I'm the social media coordinator. So whether it, you know, it's Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, um, anything that involves socials, that's me. Um you know, Hitch kind of put it on me to really bring this club in a different way. Um all the NPSL teams kind of don't really care so much about social media, which is, you know, in my eyes is a different way of thinking. I think social media is a huge, huge, huge outreach, you know, you guys are really big on Twitter. Um, I've seen that, you know, and we've all obviously talked about that as well. Um, my goal is to, you know, really bring not only a different way of learning about social media to the, the club, but it also brings in a different way of thinking about the club. Um, I think social media is, you know, I could go on and on and on and on and on about it, but I think yeah. social media is a huge key point to a lot of, um, you know things being successful.
0: Well, and y'all have backed up that philosophy with an army of interns. I can't remember the number that y'all have. I feel like it grows every day. But, but tell us a little more about the entire operation. Like how many tech students and other folks y'all are um, employing to get the word out on social media and other promotional avenues.
1: Yeah. So uh, when we first started, we had a. Uh, Think about 35 interns um, in different platforms. You know, we have our business side, we have our marketing side, we have our social side, and we have our sales side. And so all the interns kind of go in their way of thinking with their roles. Um, so if they want to be in sales, they go to sales. If they want to be in marketing, they'll go to marketing. And you know, they really get to learn from you know people that have been in it for a while. Um, me, for one, I've been in social media for almost six years, so I have a lot of upbringing to bring to these kids. Um, I say kids, but they're literally my age, which is kind of funny. Um, right. you know, our, du- uh, Dustin, RGM, he is more on the sales side of things. So he really brings, you know, with a lot of experience of working for the Hawks, working for, um, the devils and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So he brings that. And then we have Michael Hitchcock overview of everything, call him the Squatch because, uh, he owns a team in, uh, Boone, North Carolina, um, which is, you know, the, uh, Sasquatches. um, and, you know, the insight that he really brings to these interns is crazy. So, you know, yes, having a buttload of interns is crazy. Um, you know, 35 interns running around is absolutely insane, let me right. tell you. Um, but, you know, when we moved into the summer, a lot of them graduated. So we lost a little bit. So now I think we have around 32. Um, but, you know, you'll see us during game days. We're always having a bright smile on our face, um, stressed out. But you know what? We're here to make it for you guys. And that's all that matters. So, um Working with the interns is really cool, and, you know, it's really, you know, awesome to see their different, you know, bringing to the table of what they can bring, what they've done, and, you know, the story behind it and where they want to go in, in life, so.
0: So 4,000 in attendance, back-to-back games. How does that stack up against the rest of the league as far as attendance goes? And with a three-week stretch, how vital is it to kind of Stay on social media to keep that momentum going, schedule wise. So, I mean, of course, on an
1: away, uh, you want to win. That's that's just how it goes. You know, you want to go into the other people's stadiums and you know win. Luckily, we're one to zero on away games, which we've only had one. So, but hey, it's perfect, perfect, undefeated. Um, But you know, having four thousand fans is you know something that we never thought would even happen. Um, Our first game, we were pretty close to five. Um, By the end of the year. I want that whole entire side section to be completely filled. Um, That's, that's our goal. And, you know, moving forward with, you know, these next away games is, you know, hopefully we can pull out a win. That's, that's, that's the first thing. Second thing is, you know, for people to go to two docks, which is our main watch party location and really build like a watch party location there. Um, We want everyone to watch, whether it's, you know, on your tablet, drinking a beer at two docks. I wouldn't say driving while watching us, but, you know, Anything no. that involves, you know, uh, us getting watched, I want to happen. Because at the end of the day, the more fans we bring, the better the home game is going to be. Like I said, the next home game is Ted Lasso night. So that's going to be a really good uh, and funny kind of thing. I'm going to be wearing a wig. I it, I don't know how it's going to work out, but it's going to work out. I got to shave the, you know, the beard so I don't look Leave like Leave the a, beard
0: because that's even funnier. Blonde uh, hair I, hair I mean, hair. I might I
1: might low-key just get a mustache and just be a girl <laughs> with a mustache. There you um, go. But, you know, that's one thing that we really strive for is these theme nights. You know, we want, you know, not only the kids to have fun, but the parents, you know, like I cannot stress it enough how important soccer is. And, you know, it's really coming to the United States. Like, I mean, yes, other sports kind of overlook it, but I think soccer is a really, really big sport that needs to be watched more. So, you know, if you have nothing to do on your Saturday, why not tune in, watch us, and watch us get a dub. You know, that's, that's the best thing about it.
0: So we have uh, the Facebook broadcast during the home games. Yes. And then it was, I don't remember the website, but Fort Worth was doing their own thing. I guess Irving, Temple, Laredo, they're all doing their own broadcast. And that'll be on your social media channels, uh, shared where to watch. Yes. So it's going to be 11 sports.
1: That's going to be the okay. uh, main one for everyone. Luckily, we had LSI, LS, LISDs uh broadcasting um for us so they help us with you know our facebook broadcast and they do a phenomenal job so shout out to them um they've definitely done really well with our facebook uh, live stream
0: oh i was just gonna say uh i went to my first matadors game this past saturday uh couldn't make the first home game and yeah it didn't go our way on the scoreboard but you know credit to y'all for putting on a game day atmosphere that's still fun for the family like i was there with my mother-in-law Uh, I was there with my newborn daughter and my wife, and we all had a good time. You know, even though, like you said, soccer isn't the first sport that comes to mind for a lot of people, or, you know, I didn't necessarily grow up playing that like I did with other sports. It was still so much fun. So, like, you know, when we do get uh, in the win column at home, I know it's going to be even more fun for the people, especially if they are doing something like Ted Lasso night or, you know, other themed nights, and there's other stuff going on. So, I mean, you all have done a great job making it a fun atmosphere, win or lose, even though, of course, we definitely want to win.
1: Right. I mean, hey, we're loving.
0: We, we got to win, you know,
1: like we, we, we got to go somewhere. Uh,
0: what are some other sponsors coming up? You mentioned Ted Lasso Night. We had United, Whataburger. Who's the next sponsor to step up uh, for Ted Lasso Night? Or if you can even say, I don't know if we're trying to get real scoops here or not.
1: Well, I mean, I can give it away just to give a little theme. Um, so we have uh, we have Ted Lasso Night, which is going to be. Um, you know, it's going to be the Austin game. Uh, Two locks will be there as well. So that's another um, sponsor that's going to be there. So everyone, we're going to be giving out, I think, a thousand mustaches for people that can't grow the mustache. You know, the kids, um, us adults, we can grow out a stash. Um, the night after that, we have networking night with Lubbock Chamber of Commerce. Um, so that's going to be a really cool kind of different way of networking, but, you know, incorporating soccer, beer, and all that kind of stuff. The week after that, we have um, Live Oak, which is going to be um, – pet night. We can't bring pets, but we encourage, you know, like to go out, hang out and have a great time. Libo is one of our greatest, uh, one of our great sponsors. So, you know, that's really cool. And then lastly, the best game, I personally think, and this is my favorite, is the Din Diablos. So the Din Diablos are NPSL um, champion runners, right? Um, They have, you know, went to the championship, they went to the U.S. um, Open, and that's going to be sponsored by Gatorade. And fingers crossed, we are trying to get something really, 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 really cool. Um, and it involves floating in the air. So if we can get uh, it done, um, and it's going to be really, really cool for the town of Lubbock. So.
0: That's awesome. I'm looking forward to the Chamber of Commerce night, personally. <laughs> uh, that's my day job, so I'm a little bit biased. But uh, <laughs> I didn't even know we were doing that, to be honest with you. So I'm, I'll definitely be there for that one. And I was telling Rob after the last game, are you all going to keep doing the 70th Street uh, block party all season? Yes. So
1: that's actually one thing that we're going to incorporate each uh, week. We have different bands and different food trucks that go out there. Um, So it's a really cool time. And we're trying to encourage more people to go out. You know, um, I mean, it starts at five. You get some beer in your system and then you go watch a great game of soccer. And then hopefully, fingers crossed, we win. Um, But, you know, if nothing else fails, at least you have beer in you.
0: Yeah. And that's what I was telling Rob uh, last time is we need to take in the full experience. You know, go to the tailgate ahead of time or the block party, go to the game, and then go to the after party at Buffalo Wild Wings or wherever that's held that week. And uh, because, yeah, like I said, win or lose, we want to be in the win column, of course. That makes it even more fun. But you can have a great time out there uh, no matter what. Um, So we're looking forward to being a part of that. And I've really appreciated the partnership with y'all during y'all's inaugural season.
1: No, yeah, and we appreciate you guys, too. I mean, best podcast and love it. Come on now.
0: Hey-o. That's right. That's what we love to hear. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. All right. We have uh, we. By the way, the field signs look great, especially the Gauchos. Hey, can we get moved to the to the near side? I will the... put
1: it. I'll put in something just for you guys. Okay. Sweet. All right. Good. We're like, like get that in. We like
0: zoom in as far as we can on our cameras. Like, you still can't make it out. And so, just one game. If we can get a little bit closer, we can get Hey, closer. worst
1: case scenario, worst case scenario, I'll go take a picture of it and I'll airdrop it to you guys. That's perfect.
0: Okay. Cool. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, all right. Enjoy the Mozos. Maybe we'll try, maybe we'll sit down with the Mozos too and get some. Uh, yeah. Get some. If I can be on the drum, maybe for a little bit. I love those guys. Oh, they would be yeah. so dumb. Drum. Honestly, yeah. you guys should get them on the pod. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. Well, I know. Uh, uh, Day and Parnell both, so
1: yeah, honestly. I mean, I love the Mozos. They, they, I'll tell you one thing, I can't sit there and bang a drum for uh, however, I mean, 90 minutes, but let me tell you, they do not Stamina. stop coming. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 incredible
0: and the on the on the bullhorn and everything,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: That's-
1: they'd be the type of people to ride a bull into the stadium, I swear. I, I yeah. promise you, if if we got the clearance from uh. The stadium? Oh, they'd be down. They, they would they say, would "Don't give them hard.
0: any ideas, man."
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, I, I know.
0: All right, any uh, final thoughts from you on on the season, how it's going, how Lubbock's been to uh, the community, Lubbock built, whatever else. Uh, all, all I can
1: say is really just watch some of these away games. Um, I know that we're not being able to play here, but um, you can go to Two Docs and go drink our branded beer, which is Dos Jactores. Um, Amazing beer is so good. good. Um, But you can definitely join us at two docs um, Saturday and then our next uh, away games that we'll be posting on social media. Um, We actually are having a watch party this weekend for the, uh, the, the championship, which is Liverpool. That's my favorite team personally, Um, but that's going to be on Saturday. And then you can also watch us take on Irving on Saturday as well. So the double feature. Yeah, the double feature. One starts at 3, the other one starts at 7.30, so all day drinking.
0: Awesome. Well, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning, huh? Right, 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 right. All right. right. Appreciate your time, Trevor. Thanks, man. No problem. You guys have a good one. You too. Thanks, man. That was Trevor with the Matadors, the Lubbock Matadors. That just sounds weird off the tongue. It is the Matadors, though. The Lubbock Matadors. Uh, You know – not number one in the standings, but number one in our hearts. Hey, honestly, so we're one game played behind some other folks in the Lone Star Conference. If we get three points in our next outing, we'll be right we'll be right back there up there again. Because there are teams that have played another game than you that are still below you on the table. So On the Table, is that what it's called? I think so. In okay. the table, on the table. Fair. Among among the table. Okay. So we recorded like yesterday. <laughs> Feels like. Oh, we did the brand. We didn't really record. We did the brand. We did the brand spaces. Uh, We had a meeting. We did the spaces. Um, A ton has happened, even in the last 24 hours. Yeah. So just in order of importance, let's start with Elijah Fisher. Okay. Colin, your estimation, because if you look at most services, he is a top five recruit ever. It will now give you three four-star recruits in the 2022 class, plus the number one transfer class in the country. Is this the best recruiting class? And if it's not, does it at least get you as hyped as, like, the 18, 19, 20 classes? Yeah, I mean, like, on paper, I guess you'd have to say this is your best class. But, of course, there's also, like grading classes retroactively where if two of these guys end up as good as Zaire Smith and Jared Culver were in years one and or years two, then maybe we can call them the greatest class ever or if they stay together and go on an Elite Eight run like Keenan Evans, Zach Smith, Norton Sodiase did together, Justin Gray. But yeah, like on paper, as far as star power and all that, um, Elijah Fisher, I think, is almost exactly where Jemias Ramsey was when you got him, and he became, at the time, your highest-ranked prospect ever. So, Elijah Fisher was number 15 overall in the 2023 class, five-star. He reclassified to the 2022 class, was reevaluated as, like, the number 31 player in the country, four-star. So, that is frustrating for people because, like, he commits as a five-star, and 30 minutes later, he's a four-star. What was that like? Because they were giving him a chance to – Get better for a year And then we're kind of Ranking him on potential well, And I, now he doesn't get That potential year Of improvement Yeah it's just that The guys he's Graduating with now Have another Four year of High school And AAU ball And camps under their belt That have Shown a little more Or maybe a little bit older And he is old For a high school junior Like he'll be 19 When yeah. Big 12 play starts But I get the frustration But I also understand Why it is that way uh, yeah. So when he committed he was a five-star recruit. So you're going to yeah. say that that was a five-star recruit that committed to Texas Tech. A five-star recruit committed to Texas Tech. Yes. Yeah. He is now a <laughs> <Exactly>. four-star <laughs> recruit. Happens. Yeah. Uh Semantics. from Canada. Fardaw's tweeting afterwards. Um oh, Canada. So, you're going to have a lot of fun with that. I uh, I'm assuming it's going to be big maple and little maple. That's a good... Yeah. Um, Our Twitter followers informed me that Canada is West Texas. Yes. It spreads. I got called out for putting the French version of the Canadian anthem. Somebody said, quote, Big Oof. I don't know know if you know this, buddy, but they're bilingual up there. (laughs) Bilingual. Yeah, Yeah. I think the very eastern portion of Canada is French. Like Montreal. Montreal. Yeah, I think like ninety five percent of it is English. Yes, I could be but, wrong on that. But, but there are like, but yeah, it's a lot of yeah. dual language folks. Anyway, Celine Dion sings a <laughs> banger of an anthem. Favorite Celine Dion song? Uh, the national anthem for Canada. I will say this: should they play that for my heart will go on? Obviously, correct answer was walls. or walls could talk, whatever it's called. Should they play that uh, at the USA? Do we do the American national anthem and then the Canadian national anthem for uh, the national team south for Canada at Texas Tech Do you do the French anthem for Nadolny? Well, he, you know, you can do the bilingual one and he can. uh, Okay. He knows. Yeah, you got all your bases uh, covered there. (laughs) I mean, they do that in NHL arenas. Well, I guess you do have two French players because uh, Bacho. Bacho. So maybe, yeah. Does. Yeah, uh, do Fardos and Elijah Fisher? I wonder if they speak French. I, I kind of think they don't, but they might. I don't know because I don't. I uh, think uh, Crestwood's in Toronto. Yeah, do you know Canada is still like technically under the rule of the Queen of England? Like they're not, they're not free like we are. Well, in their song, it says uh, "Free and Mighty Land." No, L- look it up. Okay. Well, look. I don't need. I believe you. Okay. Well, if you're listening to this <laughs> and you're like, hey, "What?" Look it up. I'm pretty sure I'm right on that. I could be wrong. Anyways, next order of importance, I would say the Texas Tech kickoffs for football. Well, hang on, bro. What? So, we've got... Oh, there's more basketball news. So, Fardoz, our boy, uh, when he interviewed with us on Patreon, patreon.com slash gambling gauchos, he was still going through the NBA draft process and also announced this week. Officially, he is out of that process. He's not going to the draft this year. He is coming to love it. And so... That's huge because he plays such a key role as a center who can shoot and rebound like he can. Right. You know, if you lose a wing player, not to say they're a dime a dozen, but there's a lot of guys that play the wing. There's not a lot of guys that play the five and can shoot 43% from three, like Fardos. So the roster is – there was speculation for a long, long time about Elijah Fisher. It feels like this has been going on for months, but – Now that's official, Fardoz is here, he's not going to the NBA. If Nadoli stays, and I feel like he's had all the time in the world to announce, I'm not staying, and so it kind of feels like he is staying at this point, you've got 12 of 13 scholarships accounted for. And I've made this position clear before. If you can't land a bona fide day one starter, I vote to keep that spot open. you're very young at this point now with Elijah Fisher plus three freshmen plus Jalen Tyson, who's kind of like a redshirt freshman, I guess. Right. So I wouldn't want to go young again, even if there was some four-star freshman prospect who said, you know, late in the game I'm going to change my mind or whatever. I think you you take your chances and hope that at least one or two of these freshmen can contribute immediately. I think the odds are pretty good that they can. But I don't want to go even younger. I mean, by the end of the year, you had uh, Zaire and Jarrett Culver starting. Most of the year, they both started. Micah Peavy, Jamias Ramsey. Micah Peavy, Jamias Ramsey, Terrence Shannon, Kevin McCuller. Yes, a lot of people say like, oh, well, you can't count on freshmen. You wouldn't want to put all your eggs in that basket. But if you recruit four high-level freshmen, odds are that one or two of them is Big 12 ready. I would not be surprised at all if... Pop Isaacs is playing starters minutes. Maybe not starting. Maybe David Harmon's the starter. Elijah Fisher, Jalen Tyson as your 2-3. And then... I think Lamar Washington could factor in. Lamar Washington as the sixth man, probably. He's a walking bucket. And then you have O'Banner and Fardos as your other two starters. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that Matthew Meyer comes to Texas Tech and is a starter. You're trolling me, right? I mean, does he start with O'Bainer and Fardos? Yeah. Okay. He's a three. J- a three. Jalen Tyson's the two. As a 32% three-point shooter? Uh, 35% career. Okay. 37 is a six-man role player. 32 is a volume starter. I don't know if it was volume. He only played 21 or 22 minutes okay. last year. starter. Think about this, though. Devion Harmon, I think, is your starting point guard. Yes. But If you got six-foot-six, six-foot-seven Jalen Tyson at the two, Six-foot-eight or six-foot-nine Matthew Meyer with a 6'11 wingspan at the three. Right. O'Banner and Fardos at the four and five. Do you think Elijah Fisher comes here and doesn't start? Maybe not. I just – I don't – I just think he's raw. I don't see Matthew Meyer coming to Texas Tech. He's probably not. Yeah, and I don't see Elijah Fisher fitting in the Golden State offense that Steve runs. Um. But I do 100% see him as a 15-point a game free throw and dunk dominator. Like you think, could he be Draymond? You think his freshman year he'll be that? I don't think he'll have an opportunity to be as a sophomore. So you're probably a little higher on Elijah Fisher than I am, I guess. I just I think he's the level of commit that doesn't that is reclassifying to get to the NBA sooner. I mean, isn't that what we thought, like, Namari Burnett was? McDonald's All-American. And sorry, but he was kind of bad as a freshman. Like, he wasn't ready. Sure. sure. And then he Jemai- got hurt. Jemai- Ramsey, player of the year. Yeah, Jemias Jemai- Jemai- Ramsey was one oh, of those right. guys who was absolutely ready. But his game was very polished, mature as a scorer. Elijah Fisher, I think, is ranked the way he is because he's a better athlete than everybody he's playing against. And that's not going to be the case in the Big 12. He'll be one of the best athletes in the Big 12. I think. I just don't know why you're talking down a guy after. uh, I'm not talking (laughs) down. I'm just trying to be realistic. No, I know what you mean. And I think he is raw as a shooter. I think he's raw as a a scorer, but. He could be like T.J. Shannon his freshman year. He he refused to shoot a three-point. Like, you could leave him with 20 feet of space. Yes. I think that's a very apt comparison. His game was run, jump, dunk, and that's great. Yes. But I don't know if that gets him 15 points a game as a freshman. Who should be a senior in high school? Yeah, well, and but as you said, he's nineteen. Certainly doesn't make him better than Matthew Meyer, the number one player in the transfer portal, <laughs> preseason All Big Twelve last year yeah. for the reigning national champions. Yeah, preseason. Just saying, if yeah. Matthew Meyer series is starter day one, okay. You said Elijah Fisher not come here to ride the pine. Neither is Matthew Meyer. Like if right, Meyer commits, which is why I don't he's think a he's yeah. Yeah, he might not. I I just feel like Matthew Meyer's is going to North Carolina. He might. And, and either way, Elijah Fisher, whether he's here one season or more than that, yeah. something to be celebrated. I am a little bit bummed that he fell in the rankings, but he's still right there in the top 50, just like our friends over at Regino Barbecue, top 50 barbecue joint, as named by Texas Monthly. You like that segue? Yes. <laughs> Y'all know the drill, Regino BBQ.com. You can order in advance. They've got a huge variety of outstanding barbecue. Make the uh, roughly 45-minute drive out to Olton from Lubbock, or elsewhere in West Texas. And coming soon if you haven't heard, they'll have a mobile food truck. You know, as compared to like an immobile food truck, I guess that was a stupid way to phrase that. Oh, but they have a trailer but it doesn't move. Okay. And now they're, they're not, now they have a food truck. So they said on Twitter we'll be in Amarillo, we'll be in Lubbock. So for our West Texas listeners and those who wish you were, Regino BBQ Visit a Mount Moulton, also coming soon, hopefully to a West Texas city near you and appreciate their support of the gambling gauchos. That was a little hat tip to Ryan Hyatt. Yeah. Hat tip to the While you camera. find folks in West Texas and those Yeah, I got more. it. Yeah. I listen to it every day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I am. You're, the, a, you're a chronic joke explainer. Did you know that? One? Yeah, that's gotten worse lately. Has it gotten not yeah, worse? Not okay. worse. I wouldn't say worse. I don't, it's not <laughs> like they don't like it, I think it's funny. It's not something that I... I was about to pat myself on the back for that yeah. segue about top 50. It was a beautiful segue. Okay, good. And then you ended it with a joke explanation. And I just... Yeah. Sometimes you just got to let those soak, the man. segue was top 50. So I said something on the show this morning, speaking to Ryan Hyatt, about walking outside after you've been inside all day and loosely closing your eyes and staring at the sun. Do you ever do this? Let your eyelids get warm? No. It's a top five sensory feeling for me. What are the other four? I'm i I'm not going to go through the other four, but warm eyelids with the with the beating sun is I will say a this. very good feeling. It's heating up in West Texas. That's true. Uh, both on the hardwood and with the weather. Mm-hmm. It's a wasted – I do not have a segue there. But, so, top five century feeling for me. Most people hate this. I thought you were going into something. No. When it's 100 degrees outside yeah, I get in my truck, I love that. I love how hot it is. Oh, yeah. I mean, for a few minutes. like Same. I can't sit there – and get drenched in my own sweat but like for a couple minutes especially some places are really bad about blasting the AC in the summer and it's like hey we're all in shorts and Birkenstocks it doesn't need to be 68 in here and so after that when you're freezing inside and then you get out to your truck I love that so moving on to football (laughs) did you mention Fardoz was for sure coming yeah he's locked in all right which takes some of the suspense out of our Patreon interview with him. Yeah. But there's some other good stuff in there. More stuff but, coming soon. But when he said it, you got the feeling that it was just his agent making sure he wasn't spoiling future workouts. Right. To me. Uh, by the way, Kevin McCullough's still in the process, which every day he's in is surprising to me. I thought he was gonna get out two weeks ago. Best of luck to a Red Raider for yeah, life. B O L. Uh tech football. Seven o'clock against Murray State on Big 12 now. Yay or nay. Like the seven o'clock kickoff when you get to choose the kickoff time? I think that's solid. I think that you know that says cool temperature-wise the kickoff is you're gonna get. Yeah, they they, they offered uh, six o'clock and seven o'clock. And then gives people, the people all day voted. to tailgate and so yeah, I'm for it. Uh then Houston, Houston, uh three o'clock. That's not a good that's going to be warm. It varies. But that is a primetime FS1 spot. And then 7 o'clock on ESPN2 for NC State. 7 o'clock Eastern time. 7 o'clock Eastern time. So it'll be 7 in Raleigh, 6 here in Lubbock. And you'll be at that game. I, that That's the plan and the goal. Yeah, I'm trying to go to North Carolina to... To avenge the uh, 2002 right. and the 2003, BJ. do it yeah. for BJ. Do it for BJ. Mm. Was it BJ? Uh, yeah, BJ lost. Yeah, yeah, BJ lost to Philip Rivers. Yeah. in Raleigh, and okay. I think Cody Sunny. Was it Kingsbury? Was it O one and 02? 03 was BJ. Okay. I think it was 0-2. I think Kingsbury lost. In love it. I don't think it was Cumbie. No, it wasn't Cumbie. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho. VJ played some quarterback talent that year. Eli Manning. Yeah. Phil Rivers. Yeah. Uh, I think and, Vince Young. And was right up against him. Right. Oh, yeah. Maybe no, threw four more yards than all young, of Young, Yeah. He was, he was transitioning with Chance Mock in that season. He wasn't a full-time starter, but he was getting some run. In O three, he was full time starter in O four. Vince Young. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So he. Well, okay, I thought he left early. In it was then. a classic Texas quarterback situation where. So that was O five, right? Because it was O five national championship was O six. No, so he had two years as a starter. National championship season was two thousand five. Right, but the championship was in two thousand six. Right. The year before that, Vince Young went right 12 to Michigan. 12. But 12 and 1 and they won the Rose Bowl against Michigan. Right. The year before that, 2003 The year I'm talking about. No, yeah, I I those, caught up. That's what I was saying. There's a bit of a quarterback battle yeah, yeah, yeah between he and Chance Mock. I was agreeing with you. Okay. I was thinking it was 06 and then the championship season was in 07. But it was 05 and the championship was in 06. Right. I was a year off. Okay. That's my bad. No, we're good. Are we? It's just a <laughs> Oh man. So, yeah, I, I tweeted this, but I hope the 3 p.m. game is the whiteout. You always do the the celebrate cotton game. Right. Whiteout early. in the non-conference schedule. It makes all the sense in the world to do it that one. Especially because last time you wanted to do the whiteout against Houston, they were like, oh, you didn't give us enough notice, and we already packed our red uniforms. Yeah. It's like, guys, or we already packed our white uniforms. Right. So hopefully if you tell them now in May, hey, fellas, bring your red uniforms in September. That's enough time for our friends down and – down in Houston to uh, get their crap figured out. And then Tech can wear all-white throwbacks, hopefully. Do you think they'll wear all-black against Murray State because it's a night game? I hope not. Ease into it, you know. Wait till October to do a blackout. Yeah. You can wear red. One of my favorite uniform combos, underrated. Black lids, red tops, white pants. Oh. That was like the Gabe Rivera look. I think you're Classic. saying. Gabe. What did you think I said? I didn't know what you were going to say. Okay, anyway. I like black, red, black. See, but if it's that hot outside, utilize some white. And usually I'm against three different colors. I'm it's, like you. It's, right? uh, it's going to be seven. The sun's not going to be beaten down. Uh, seven can still be a little bit rough. It's a dry heat, though. It'll be all right. Tech baseball in the Big 12 Or how about the white, red, white throw I like red. Yeah, I like them. Or even the regular ones that you wore against Houston the last time you played in the month. Oh, yeah, yeah. With Antoine Wesley. Yep. White, white, red, white. Yeah. And they were in all white. It was a little bit hard to differentiate. It was. All the white. That is a frustrating thing about... Let's well, see, that's what Did I love. you wear red pants, Houston? Uh, oh, yeah, Houston. I... If Tech never wore red pants, I'd be cool with that. I'm anti. I'm anti red helmets. Red pants may be in the right combo, but never red helmets. I like never, red, ever, white, ever, red. No, no, ugh, no. What was that noise? Ugh. <laughs> I'm vomiting that concept. That look, so that looks so bush league, high school. That's horrible. You don't like all red either. No. Uh, Black, red, red Yeah, I can roll with that I like black, red, red No red helmets Ban the red helmet When you're away You either go black, white, black Or black, white, white Do you think Do you think Joey will Settle On some uniforms Yeah some combos We're So we're owed New uniforms Not this coming season But 2023 Yeah I would I think he obviously We talk about how he understands The importance of all this stuff He understands how important good uniforms are. Yeah. And I think he'll get it right. I like Tex uniforms. I just don't like how it's a brand new combo every week. Yeah, I would like a little more. Well, settled down a little bit in his last season. Yeah, we we quit doing gray for the most part. Oh, God. And and that's another thing with the red helmets. I'm like, when people turn on the TV, you know when USC is playing. Yes. You know when Oklahoma, Tennessee, Notre Dame or Notre Dame is not a good example. No, not anymore. Not lately. I want people to be like, which one is Houston? Which one is Tech? I don't want that. Right. I want them to see like, okay, Tech is always wearing black helmets with a red double T on it. Anyways, all right. So Tech baseball. How about Mason Molina, a.k.a. Randy Johnson? I was going to say Greg Maddox because he was spotting 90 the whole night and never got above it. (laughs) Beautiful game, though. Lovely. I mean, just – do you remember the Tom Glavin – Maddox oh, yeah. team, the long ball commercial yeah <laughs> I watched that the other day anyways uh, yeah it's, look very good start and if Perfect. The, the problem with Texas State pitching so far is you haven't had four starts in a row that have been good or even three starts in a row that have been good but now right Hampton Molina and you have your two aces coming up who have so been the most have, reliable so you year. have an opportunity to mm-hmm. get some revenge against Oklahoma Uh, We'll see. That's going to be first pitch pretty soon. We're recording at 7.17. Hopefully we'll be done by the the, beginning of the game. We will be done by the end of the game. Yeah, we will be done by the end of the game. But, yeah, perfect in multiple respects. First, in the context of the tournament, you put him out and said, hey, we don't want to deplete the bullpen day one. And he goes six and two-thirds, right? Six and a third maybe. Um, Then they split the bullpen. Everybody throws two or three outs after that. So every arm is available besides Molina moving forward. And it gives you that confidence like we were talking about. If you do need a long reliever or a fourth starter in the postseason, you look to – like Molina has kind of established some credibility with you now. And, yeah, it was Kansas State. Everybody you play in the postseason is going to be better than Kansas State. But still, the location of his pitches was great. It builds confidence for him. And so we were raving about Hampton and his last three outings. Now Molina has kind of strung together a couple – Really good outings at just the right time. So I loved what I saw from Molina. It was perfect. He gave you exactly what you needed. Yes. And if you can have him out there for six innings, if his limit is 85 and you learn that, then go with that. And if you could pitch him in game one of a regional for an inning and then come back on Sunday if you need a 4 starter – that would be even better. Mm-hmm. And and pitching four or five innings and piece through. and Everybody pitches on Sunday because it could be your last game ever. Yeah. And he, he just looked really good out there. I mean, he looked like a ninja. Pitching ninja? Yeah. Well, there's also, as you know, Rob, code ninjas. Right. Uh, they teach kids ages 5 through 14 how to level up their coding, STEM, and engineering skills in a fun, hands-on environment said this before, Rob, you learn a lot of useless stuff in school, calculating the area of a hexagon. You're never going to use that in your life. But coding skills and the kinds of things that your kids would learn at Code Ninjas, very useful both in an educational setting, a business setting down the road. They have year-round programs, but they also have summer camps, summer programs. So if you want your kids to stay busy, keep their minds active throughout the summer, you can register for one of these at codeninjas.com. And for our listeners, you can get a $10 off discount using the promo code GAUCHOS. They can do all kinds of cool stuff at these summer camps, build a game controller out of bananas, shoot an animated movie, start a YouTube channel, create and print in 3D, or design a charging robot rhino. Sounds like a lot of fun. If I had a 14-year-old, I would send them to Code Ninjas this summer. Use that promo code GAUCHOS for $10 off um, any of the summer camps at the Lubbock location. You were attributing some things to me the other day that uh, were untrue. Do you have, Do you want to say anything about that? Um. So I live by. I'm a I'm a very principled man, mm-hmm. and there are things I live by, and I cannot come off of these principles. One of them is if you haven't done anything wrong, don't apologize. Okay. And so, if you're referring to your stance on postseason tournaments. I, I have nothing to apologize for. No. And, okay. What else was it? No. Uh, there were some tweets that you were attributing to me on the timeline that I did not tweet about the Rangers' oh. demise. Oh yeah, and you've never done that to me, right? No. Okay. No. Uh, yeah. Never. Does that make it better if, yeah, I, was if I say said it to you? That, that's another code I live by: is yeah. if somebody wrongs you, it's You're wrong them It's back. very good to wrong them back. Yeah. Two wrongs do make around. exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. Did you feel like you were slandered or libeled? Well, uh, if it's written, the written word, it would be libel, Okay. not slander. If you said it on the pod like you did the other day, just okay. put words in my mouth, that would be slander. Yeah. Uh, but I I was going to reach out to a very good law firm, but they said they do not handle libel cases. Yeah, they kind of. But they basically told me to get you to throw a punch Yeah. and then they would represent me right. against you. <laughs> So if Rob gets so tired of me mischaracterizing his tweets, yeah, and decides to no, they're not my tweets, <laughs> decides <laughs> to hit me in the jaw, yeah, he knows who to call, Barnett Howard and Williams, and we don't want people to think Barnett Howard and Williams wants you to behave. No, that way. No, 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 because they hope you never need them. They certainly would not tell me to do that. But if you do, every now and then, you know, people need an attorney. If for one I did reason get tired of you, and if I needed an attorney, I would call the firm that has three double Texas Tech grads. Confirmed. <laughs> Based in Fort Worth, but they handle cases all across the state of Texas. Uh, one of the only law firms in Texas that certified for Title IX student representation. They defended students, including scholarship athletes, in Title IX litigation at all the major universities in Texas. Handle catastrophic injury cases. So if you were to, like, really beat the tar out of me over this. Yeah, and I could. Um, well, <laughs> let's tap the brakes there. It would certainly be catastrophic for somebody if we got in a fight. They also handle uh, criminal defense and family law matters. Like I said, the Barnett, Howard, and Williams Law Firm hopes you never need them, but they're in your corner if you do. You can learn more about them at their website, bhwlawfirm.com. Do you ever want to be a lawyer? No. My mom used to tell me I would make a good lawyer because I liked to argue with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was a political science major in undergrad. And when you tell people that their next question is always, Oh, are you going to law you go school? To law school yeah. I said, no, They're Like, what are you doing with a political science degree? And I said, that's a great question. And I never quite figured that out. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like you'd be good at writing. Um, well, that's basically what you do is you, you write, uh, stances, right? We, well, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think think you'd be good at the written. Honestly, what I would like, and this this is getting to know the Gauchos. Yeah. um, What I would like is not the, I don't want to call it mundane attorney work, like the paperwork and like the, you've got a traffic ticket and I. But if it was like a really high stakes, high pressure competitive, I love those kind of debates. Like if I was able to be like a really good prosecutor. Trial attorney. Yeah. or Like defending the innocent, which you don't. I guess get to choose who you defend so sometimes you have to try your best to defend people who are likely guilty but anyway no I never wanted to be an attorney but if I did like high stakes how to kill a or to kill a mockingbird type how to kill a mockingbird that's a a dangerous YouTube video maybe so I'm not familiar don't Google it okay do we have anything else we need to get to yeah I had some notes here Um, baseball oh so even though your incorrect stance is that the Big 12 tournament doesn't matter um, and that wasn't misattributed to you at all, there has been movement on D1Baseball.com. Yeah. I think two Big 12 teams, TCU and Oklahoma State, were at the very tail end of the hosting discussion pre-tournament, 14-15. Yes. Yes. That has changed already. Mm-hmm. Now, Texas is in a host slot per D1 Baseball. And TCU moved up okay. to eleven. That's a lot of movement. In play, Texas is like 13. You play 50 games. Yeah. And then you beat Baylor in an exhibition and you move up four spots. Yeah. That's kind of wild. So uh, it looks like Texas is about to get to 2-0 on their side of the bracket in the Big 12 tournament. So kind of positioning themselves to make it to the final at least. Um, Tech very much in the easier side of the bracket. With just OU, whereas TCU kind of got stuck with Texas and Oklahoma State. We'll see how tonight's game goes, but if you can get to two and zero and get out of your side of the bracket, it was pointed out to us by our friend Keith Patrick at Red Raider Dugout, who we reference all the time on this podcast, nearly every episode at least. That you that they're actually going to make the decisions before the Big Twelve tournament is decided. So, you yeah, we- I thought, isn't it just the national seeds that are announced on Saturday, or are all the regional sites? I guess by Sunday afternoon, you know all the regional sites, right? And so you may not. And even then have Monday to, they fill in the bracket. You just kind of have to have a good showing up until that point. If there's right. another game to be played after that, then it kind of it really doesn't matter. To yeah. your point. Thinking um, about if Tech wins tonight, I'm thinking about driving down Saturday, watching a game or two. That'd be fun. You you been to Gold Life yet? No, it's fun. I'll have to see if I can afford it. Yeah, you were there for uh yeah the opening mm-hmm. tournament. Back to back seasons. I like to uh diversify where I watch uh Texas Tech baseball games, whether it's at home or on the road. And it was a, a costly stadium to build, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yes it was. I bet, you know, I'm just if I were a, if I were a betting man, I bet that when they were constructing Globe Life Park that they called our friends over at Diversified Lenders to get the cash to build that thing. Am I right? I bet so, yeah. I don't know if they actually did that or not, but our friends at Diversified Lenders, you can learn more about them at diversifiedlenders.com. They will help you get the cash your business needs now through a unique combination of accounts receivable financing and equipment leasing. They are uniquely qualified to help you get the working capital you need. Check them out at diversifiedlenders.com. Red Raider Letterman owned and operated. Give them a shout and uh, see how they might be able to help you in your business. So Texas State versus Oklahoma today. The last time Morris pitched against Oklahoma, gave up six home runs. Kyle, this will be listened to most likely by people who've already watched the game. Uh, do we have a run line? I have not looked. But uh, do you have some predictions? Much more of a pitcher's ballpark this time. Yes, uh, a lot of those home runs would have been fly balls. Yeah, in this park, especially. Uh, it, first of all, you know it's a bigger ballpark, but the second, you closed. don't have the wind blowing out the door. The door, roof, <laughs> <laughs> close the door on that thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, I wouldn't expect Andrew Morse to give up six home runs a second time, regardless of the circumstances. But especially in this ballpark, um, Don Williams noted that in the first on the first day of the Big 12 tournament. So uh, four games played between eight teams. Nobody scored more than six runs. And I feel like that's definitely OU's identity is scoring a ton of runs. So, yeah, maybe in that sense, this is a good um, site to play this game. So that's kind of my thoughts. I I expect Andrew Morris to bounce back and, you know, give you something a lot better than last time. So I don't see a total, but uh, I've got Oklahoma minus 105, Texas Tech minus 125. Really? The live line, Kyle, in the fourth inning for Virginia Tech Clemson, 21. The live total. Live oh. run line six and a half. It's ten to four in the fourth inning. That's a hard one to 21 like, and a half. Yeah. Like, I went to here like, that's a lot more runs. But yeah. also, if they're deep into the bullpen already. TCU just scored to make it 5-3, to three, the ninth inning. Okay. Maybe Texas isn't as well positioned if, if they blow this to TCU. Well, and I think if you're Texas Tech, you're just rooting for TCU to come out of that side. Yeah. Because it would give you a chance to avenge the series loss a little bit. And if you are on the, bubble, on the yeah. bubble of hosting with them, you know, kind of ending the season on that note would be very convincing, hopefully. All right. Final thoughts? Is there anything else you wanted to get to? Let me – oh, 100 days till kickoff. That's right. Uh, by the time folks hear this, it might be 99. So we started the countdown actually at 144 days till kickoff. Didn't have a post every single day, but – from here until kickoff, we will have one every day. Um, so today's countdown was for a hundred, uh, hundred days. till kickoff was honoring the $100,000 donation that Clifford Jones, Texas Tech's third president uh, contributed toward the construction of Jones stadium. And I uh, tweeted a few pictures that I found from the Southwest collection first modern day, just to kind of illustrate how it's changed over time and, um, So, yeah, 100 days till kickoff was a tip of the cap to Jones Stadium. It's going to be rocking this fall and for many years to come, hopefully. And we'll have tributes to individual teams, coaches, players from 99 through 1 or 0, maybe. So, we we had a lot of fun doing this when we had kind of like just launched as a podcast last season. It's our first uh, big undertaking. Yeah, we have well, well a lot were, more first in <laughs> a lot more followers this year to hopefully um, follow along on that. But uh, anyway, we had six hundred last year and six <laughs> yeah something 6, like that. 000. So yeah, a uh, little something different every day. Uh, hundred days till kickoff. But uh, yeah, any guesses on what's ninety nine? Uh, spikes spikes final year. Yeah. That's ninety nine. Yep. Ninety eight. Hmm. Player moment. Uh, let me see here. I tip my notes. Ninety eight is n- not a player. I uh, I couldn't tell you what ninety eight is. Should we tip our hand? Because there's there's people out there that see us doing something and then they try to emulate. Right. So you have to stay tuned for that. I do this well. Okay, I don't right. know if they listen to us or not. I just I want to play it close to the desk okay. That's all. That's fine. Is that fair? No. Yeah, absolutely. You're the one that did the legwork. We'll, <laughs> leave, we'll leave people, <laughs> leave people guessing and wondering. And, all right. Because a lot of people are going to do lame stuff and just put like a number on a square or mm-hmm. like just look at the current roster and be like, "Hey, we're Jim Smith days till kickoff," and that's fine. We put a lot of thought. We already, by the way just in case this comes up later. We have 1 through 100 already. Like yeah. they're in the drafts. If so we do need one photo, I wonder who we can reach out to Was Rodney Blackshear in that era? If anybody knows Ricky Gann, <laughs> a kicker from the 80s, <laughs> the early 80s, let us know. We're looking for Ricky Gann, man. We've uh yeah, we're trying to cuz that is to, tipping our hand a little bit. If somebody can figure that one out, then yeah. credit to them and they're allowed to steal it. But anyway, if you see us post like a tribute to the same player or something like that, ours has been in the draft since like March, most of them. I was doing this uh, when the gauchita was born and like all I was doing was sitting at home. Yeah. So we're not like thinking, okay, what's 64 today? Let's find something to post. it. Clayton like, Frank's oh, wait, he he's gone. It's been very well planned out. And uh, we did the first one at midnight because I was so excited, but usually it'll be in the morning. I'm not going to... You were very pumped about that. I was. Anyway. down to kick off. I'm... Did off it the go how you wanted to do um, um, It. Oh, I saw the colorized photos. It didn't turn out great this time. But others... Yeah. With that colorized bot... it's right. gonna be. I was about to throw a pretty lethal shot and you stopped me. My bad. No, it's okay. It's better that I didn't. Okay. Well, and that's why it kind of... I set you up for only negativity, and I didn't mean to do that. It's all positive. Our entire countdown is a celebration of – It's true. It's a mix of current guys, historical guys. Like I said, uh, stadiums, seasons, jersey numbers, coaches. So, hope you all follow along. We had a lot of fun putting it together. We had a lot of fun doing this last season and – I'm just excited we're within 100 days, and we don't have Bart Rager on this year's countdown, so people will unfollow us and cry about it. Well, last year he was innocent until proven guilty, right? Now, because he didn't call the right attorneys, like Barnett Howard and Williams, he's been proven in a court of law. Like I don't, I don't know, yeah, right. So yeah, we'll we'll stay away from Bart Rager this year. Yeah, I think we, will. we have we have something different for 26. Yeah, 26. Most people thought that was funny. A few people did not, and I, I can I yeah. can respect that. <laughs> well, you, you know, when you take as many shots as we do, you don't you don't hit them all. <laughs> you don't make them all. Hey, yeah, yeah. Steph Curry misses sixty percent of the threes he takes. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, do they move on? Mavs and seven. Okay. I've I Let's haven't moved. Said it from day one. <laughs> well, I said I. Day one was Mavs and four, then right. Mavs and five, six. Right. And now it's Mavs and seven. All right. I uh, I don't have anything else, man. I I know you have your notes over there. Nope. there? Appreciate Cardinals. Uh, as always, Rob, fun chopping it up with you in the, the Cardinals Matadors, Sports Center studio. Cardinals. Yeah, because you needed to gear up for summer camp, Matadors, Tech Baseball, hopefully the Lubbock Regional. You can knock all that out at Cardinals. And join our Patreon. And Follow us on Twitter at Rob Brosho. Yeah, follow Rob on Twitter at Rob show. All right, <laughs> I'm sorry. <wait>, hold on. <laughs> Love y'all. That was a <laughs> no, we need to get that right. Follow us on Twitter at Gambling Gauchos. That was a that was a, a show thing. My mechanics, anyways. Sorry. Go ahead. That's good. Follow Rob Roche on Twitter. Follow Gambling Gauchos on Twitter, Instagram. Love y'all.